All right, we wrapped up our uh, evening of fights. Very exciting evening, like I told you it was going to be. You know, there's. I'm going to start this off. I got to start this off with the big one because people are kind of going off of out of bounds, out of whack. I would argue they saw a different fight than I saw, man, because what they're saying doesn't make any sense. I'm going to start with the big one. Okay, Errol Spence versus Jordanius Ugas. People are split on this, and I don't know why, because this was arguably the fight of the evening and one of the best fights I've seen. I'm not going to say that it was like a classic level, but it was just a good fight for what it was, the psychology and everything. But here's the problem I got with what people are saying online, and even the judges. First of all, there's a narrative that Spence completely dominated this fight. That's not what happened. And if you saw that, I'm sorry, you're blind. Spence did not dominate this fight. Spence was in trouble on at least two occasions that I counted. Spence was game, certainly, but we got to put it in perspective here. Spence was throwing for the fences. He was throwing with every single bad intention he could. He was throwing harder against Ugas than he ever was trying against Sean Porter. Like, if you look at velocity of the punch, he was throwing with everything he had on Jordanis Ugas and could never drop this man. For the duration of the fight, I think it went to 10, and still could not drop this man. Yes, he closed his eye. I understand this. But my point is, Errol Spence couldn't even, he dropped Sean Porter. And don't bring up Danny Swift because Danny Swift has never been dropped by anybody. That's a different level of fighter. This is not to dismiss your Danny's Ugas. The point is, Spence building up to this fight gave the narrative that he's got a new strength and conditioning coach. He's got his nutrition back in order. He's back. He's going to be doing the knockouts. Yes, he got a stoppage, but it was stopped by the doctor, not by his punch. He couldn't drop your Danny's Ugas. To me, that told me something's not, it's not there like it used to be. He did do the strategy I was hoping, which is try to beat the body at least early, but then he abandoned it and went to the uppercuts. Good strategy. The problem is when Ugas started going to the body, we learned that Spence doesn't like those body shots. Now, it's weird because Porter tried going to the body and it didn't seem to face Spence like it did with Ugas. So now I'm wondering, did something not go right in Spencer's you know, core section where Porter's body shots weren't doing hardly anything, but Ugas's were? We know Ugas doesn't have significant power. So why is it that Ugas's body shots were able to affect Spence like that, but Porter's could not? I'm telling you right here, right now, I'm concerned for Errol Spence based on the performance I saw. Yes, he got the stoppage. Yes, he unified, and I'm celebrating as a fan of his, but I'm concerned seeing how he was reacting to those body shots. It's like watching Keith once upon a time Thurman in there based on how he's reacting. That was worrying me. The second thing was that whole sequence, I think it was, what, round three or four, wherever it was where Ugas lands a really good shot Spence's mouthpiece comes out. You could tell Spence wasn't, he wasn't hurt by it. He was kind of stunned a little bit. And he turns to go look for his mouthpiece because you're trained as a fighter. The ref is supposed to pause the action to replace the mouthpiece. That's what's supposed to happen. So then Spence is looking for the mouthpiece. Ugas pauses for a second because he's not sure what to do. And then apparently Lawrence Cole, who's the ref, calls a stop, but he wasn't loud. So maybe Ugas didn't hear it. Ugas lands two more pieces. Spence stumbles backwards leans into the ropes, comes back up. You can tell he's fine, but the fact is he was held up by the rope. So technically should have been called a knockdown, was not. So now with Crawford, he got dropped by Cavalaskis, not called. With Spence, he gets dropped by Ugas, not called. Now we got all this smoke around these two. Spence gets it done, gets the stoppage because the doctor sees the eye. Ugas clearly can't see. Spence is landing at will in the later rounds. 
Got it. Fine. It's a stoppage win, and I celebrate Spence for the stoppage win, but take nothing away from your, your Dennis Ugas. He was there. He was game, and he showed. He, is, he belongs in the upper echelon, and I'm just disappointed in the performance Spence had, generally speaking, not from aggression, not from accuracy. That was fine. But to me, if you're going to sell the narrative that you're this improved fighter, and yet you can't seem to do to this guy, Ugas, what you were able to do to Sean Porter, I'm really worried that something's different. And then you're taking body shots, and you're acting like Keith once upon a time Thurman in the reaction. I'm really concerned about that. Why is it all of a sudden with this new regimen you got, you're getting bombed on with body shots that are making you think twice about going back to the body. That's worrying, Spence. I'm sorry. That's not to say Crawford is an amazing body beater, but he does have a tendency to go to the body. And if you're going to be reset off body shots, that's going to put you vulnerable against him. So, yes, Spence got it done. Yes, it's a stoppage. Yes, Spence is unified. He's got three belts. He called out Crawford after the fight. All that's good. What I'm saying is something's not right with whatever it is that Spence did because the version of Spence I saw, yes, his aggression is up there, but I would argue it's worse than what I saw with Sean Porter. That's not what I want to saw. I want to see. Was it better than what I saw against Danny Swift? I say no, because against Danny Swift, it seemed like Spence was a little bit more studious with his shots. He was trying to land accurately as opposed to just landing frequently. With Ugas, it seemed like there was an urgency, and I understand why, because Ugas is a crafty fighter. I said it before the fight. He's a tricky fighter. People that were dismissing Ugas didn't know what they were talking about. I never said Ugas had a chance to win. I said, my head tells me Spence is going to pull this out late. And that's exactly what we saw. But when Spence got rocked off those shots, I was worried because I figured Ugas was, had exposed something in terms of the weak physical weakness, body weakness on Spence because the shots that Ugas landed should not have stunned Spence the way they did. Because go back to Sean Porter. I actually have a montage of some of the shots Porter landed in a really heated exchange. Porter was landing bombs on Spence's right on the chin. And Spence was never stunned anywhere close to what we saw against Ugas. So I don't know. I'm saying it looks like something's off with Errol Spence. I hope not. Because if we're going to sell the narrative that now it's Spence against Crawford, certainly Crawford looked vulnerable. He looked vulnerable against Kell Brook. He looked vulnerable against Cavalaskis. He looked vulnerable against Porter. So, yes, there's that part that both guys have looked vulnerable. But my hope, and both guys now have stopped opponents that had never been stopped. So we have that. And Spence stopped the guy that beat Crawford in the AM. So we got that. And, yes, Crawford has a stoppage, even though he didn't do it, against Sean Porter, which had never been stopped. All that's understood. All I'm talking about, I'm not dismissing the win. I'm not dismissing Spence. I'm saying that whatever's wrong with him and why he was reacting to those body shots, you need to address that. Figure that out. Find it out if it's the nutrition or whatever it is. Something's wrong where you're overreacting to the body shots and why ever you got rocked and wobbled off that shot that Ugas hit you with because Porter hit you with way worse bombs and you didn't get nailed like that. I think Danny even landed shots way stronger than that and you didn't react like that so something's not right and I want to see that fixed because I don't want to see Spence hurt let's see if we can get Spence and Crawford signed there's nothing stopping it but as I said before I still would like to see Crawford take a popularity fight if nothing else because we need to see where he's at because he's coming off a layoff now at this point we'll have to see what that's doing if they go right back into it I don't think Spence is going to jump right back into a fight because he was taking some shots no matter what anybody says he was taking some shots on the flip side, like I said, Spence did not overly dominate this fight. Yes, he was good. He didn't dominate the fight. Ugas was there. Ugas was game. 
On the flip side, yes, it's true that Spence almost got stopped and arguably that Ugas backed off. They're talking about it was fixed. No, this wasn't fixed. What you had was an incompetent referee, didn't know what the heck he was doing in Lawrence Cole, and he's made mistakes before. And then Spence, who's reacting to shots he's never reacted before, which is weird. So it threw off the narrative of the fight. We've never seen Spence act like that, so it comes across like a fixed fight. It wasn't fixed. What you had, Ugas fought the same way he always fights. He does not go for ex- excessive amounts of activity. He goes for accuracy. If he throws, it's because he believes he can land. So he's not just throwing punch, 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 punch. He wants to make sure he's accurate. You saw that in the punch stats. He fights the same way every single time. People talked about he wasn't moving his head. He didn't move his head against Manny because that's how he fights. He waits for you to come in and then he just throws. He doesn't dodge. He doesn't go defensive. Here he had to cover up because Spence was closing the eye over the top and then nailing with the uppercut. That's the only reason he started covering up because that's normally not his style. But Spence had to go after him. Spence had to blitz him because Ugas was just that, I called it. Whenever you attack him upstairs, he likes it. He comes and he attacks you back and he's very accurate doing it. Spence had to learn the hard way when he got wobbled off that mouthpiece drop. He had to learn, I got to go to the body. When he went to the body to get Ugas to drop his hands at least a little bit, then he starts throwing the uppercut. Ugas has to guard upstairs, then he can go to the body. Spence adjusted perfectly. He did what he was supposed to do against a fighter where you're trying to attack him upstairs and he knows when you come at him upstairs, he's just going to throw back at you. He's not afraid to take shots upstairs if that's all you're doing. But if you're alternating up and down, as we saw Spence do, Ugas didn't have a game plan other than keep moving and guarding up and down. And he wasn't guarding the body very well at all. So, no, this was not a fixed fight, and it damn sure wasn't Spence washed uh, Ugas at all. Both guys were game. Both guys had moments. This was a solid fight between two of the upper echelon. What it told me, though, is that something's not right with Errol Spence, and I would like to see it resolved, whatever that is, before they get in there with Terrence Crawford, because if we don't, Spence is going to get seriously hurt. But stoppage for Errol Spence against Jordanius Ugas. Credit to him and respect for Ugas for being a warrior and putting on the show that he did and the fight that he did, he was, I would argue, he was showing some kinks in Spence's game as far as the activity that he was doing and the the accuracy, the ability to land on Spence, I would argue, more than anybody else ever has. I don't think anybody's ever been able to land as many shots as well as Ugas was able to do. So kudos to him for that one. 